0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh. Amen. The message on this blessed Christmas morning rises up out of that gospel reading from John chapter 1. Please be seated. It is a bright and beautiful Christmas morning out there. We are gathered here in the house of the Lord to continue our Christmas celebration that began last evening. It is said that children make Christmas There's a great deal of truth in that. The unabashed joy and laughter of little ones, it lifts our spirits. So uh, for those of you who have little ones at your house, enjoy that. My four daughters are no longer little children. They're young adults now. But when they were little, the game of hide and seek was great fun. And as we all know, it involves everyone hiding right? Except for one person who does the seeking. And after counting up to a certain number, whether it's 10 or 20 or whatever, the person who does the hiding calls out, ready or not, here I come, and then goes out to seek all those who are hiding. There's great anticipation, there's eager expectation as everyone waits to be found. And I remember that playing that game with my daughters hiding behind a door or in the closet somewhere. That eager expectation. The waiting of Advent has now given way to the joy of Christmas as the Word made flesh has come to seek us who have been hiding ever since Adam and Eve hid themselves in the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day when the Lord God walked in the midst of that garden. The Lord Jesus has come to dwell among us. On the first Sunday of Advent, I stood before you here and uh, said that when people ask me, so are you ready for Christmas? My standard reply is always, the good news is that whether we are ready or not, Christmas still comes. And maybe we didn't get everything done that we wanted to get done before this day arrived. Maybe we didn't get all the cards sent out or all the banking or shopping done. But the good news remains, Christmas still comes. The gift of Jesus is still given, ready or not. Here I come. So for much of the world, today is a holiday. And that word holiday, though, is actually a contraction of two words, holy and day. Today is a holy day. Behind the holiday of Christmas, there is the holy day of the birth of Christ, the incarnation of the Son of God, the Flesh taking on word and dwelling here on earth among us. And at Christ's first coming in Bethlehem, God called out, ready or not, here I come. And I wonder, was the world ready for the Son of God then? Perhaps they were no more ready then than we are Now, and yet God was ready, and the gift was given. After his life of obedience to the Father's will, after his innocent suffering and death upon the cross, after his glorious resurrection from the dead, Jesus promised that he would come again. And that is what we look for, even as we rejoice at the babe in the manger of Bethlehem. So when God calls out again, ready or not, here I come, will we be ready, you and I? The one who was wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in the manger is the Lord of heaven and earth. He was born for you and for me for all people to take upon himself our brokenness, our shame, to give us new hearts fashioned after his own heart of love. All this through him whose crib would lead to a cross. All this for you. In one of the Christmas cards that my family uh, and I received this year, here's the card itself, is a marvelous poem by a man named Malcolm Gate, spelled G-U-I-T-E, Gate. Probably a name that you're not familiar with. I wasn't familiar with him either. Malcolm Gate is an English poet, singer, songwriter, Anglican priest, and academic. Born in Nigeria to British expatriate parents, Gate earned degrees from Cambridge and Durham universities in Great Britain. His research uh, interests include the intersection of religion and the arts and the examination of the works of people like J.R.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, Owen Barfield, and British poets like Samuel Taylor Coleridge. He is a fellow and chaplain of Girton College in Cambridge, associate chaplain of Saint Edward King and Martyr in Cambridge. And he's visited faculties at several colleges here in North America as well. His poem on the Christmas card is entitled Christmas on the Edge. Christmas sets the center on the edge, the edge of town, the outhouse of the inn, the fringe of empire, far from privilege and power, on the edge and outer spin of turning worlds, a margin of small stars that edge a galaxy itself, light years from some guest at, cosmic origin. Christmas sets the center at the edge. And from this day, our world is realigned. A tiny seed unfolding in the womb becomes the source for which we all unfold and flower into being. We are healed. The end begins, the tomb becomes a womb, for now in him all things are realigned. I like that. I like that a lot. God and Christ has come into our world and into our lives in order to realign all things. And to realign something is to put that thing back into alignment. You know, like the front end of our cars after the pothole season of winter. Got to realign so the car drives like it's supposed to. Realigning back or neck in our own bodies or realigning entire systems and institutions that have come out of alignment. To straighten, to recalibrate, to restore. That is what the word made flesh has come to do in each and every one of our lives And it is an ongoing process in each of our lives as we daily die to sin and rise to new life in Him who loves us, who was born for us, who laid down His life for us, from Bethlehem to Nazareth, to Jerusalem, to Calvary, to font and altar, God in Christ comes to us today to realign our lives, to put us back into alignment with him who is that light which shines in the darkness and the darkness has not, cannot, and will not overcome it. God in Christ, the word made flesh, who cried out, ready or not, here I come, and entered our world to realign, to redeem, to restore all things according to his blessed plan and purpose, now calls each one of us to be part of his divine realignment plan. Isn't this what we pray for in the Lord's Prayer? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so what does this realignment look like in real time? Well, it's closer to us than what we might think. It doesn't happen out there somewhere. It happens right here in each of our hearts and our minds. Another Christmas card received years ago, and I've kept it all these years, its message is about that divine realignment in our lives and what that looks like. The card reads, every time a hand reaches out to help another, that is Christmas. Every time someone puts anger aside and strives for understanding, that is Christmas. Every time people forget their differences and realize their love for each other, that is Christmas. That is Christmas. Thanks be to God. Amen.